Hey, you're listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. My name is Keila Craft Ambrose. This is a place to grow, be inspired, and to go deeper in the things of God. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, everybody. We are on the 20th episode of the Love Fiercely podcast. I can't believe there's already been 20 episodes, but I wanted to explain the title of this episode before getting into all the content because it's a little bit of a different title. The title of this episode is Great Versus Loser Decisions, and that could sound kind of harsh, but the truth is, is that we're making small decisions and big decisions every single day, and they're either leading us towards greatness or they're not. And if there's one thing that I'm learning as I'm getting older is that it's not necessarily just the cards that I've been handed or how I've been raised or the things that have happened to me, but it's the choices that I make surrounding those things that really either set me up to be great or to be a loser. And hopefully you're not offended by me using that word, but the truth is, is that I think often we can make decisions that are loser decisions. And I'm not very good at math, but if we were to add together a bunch of loser decisions, you're going to get loser you're going to become a loser. But if you add a bunch of great decisions together, you're going to add up and be able to be great. And it's pretty simple in my mind. So hopefully you can hang with me a little bit today as I talk about this. You know, I think to be great, you must make great decisions. You cannot be great and make loser decisions. I was having a conversation with somebody a couple weeks ago and they were just saying, I'm tired of my life going in this certain direction and I'm tired of dealing with the same things and I'm tired of you know, getting in trouble or going through the same scenarios or having the same kind of circumstances happen in my life. And I just asked them, well, what kind of decisions are you making? Are you making decisions that are going to contribute to the bad in your life or are you making decisions that are going to contribute to the good in your life? Because if there's one thing I've noticed is that we live in a world where things are uncontrollable and we can make all the right decisions we want, but bad things can still happen. But the truth of it is, is that as we make those great decisions, which really, if you think about it, your decisions should be based on what you value. It shouldn't be based on an emotion or a circumstance or a situation or frustration. Your decisions that you make in your life, big and small, really are based on what you value and what's most important to you in your life. And I think if you want to be great, you have to start thinking, does this decision contribute to my greatness? And if it doesn't, reconsider the choice. You know, um, I love this quote that says, it's some by somebody who's anonymous, but it says, unsuccessful people make decisions based on their current situation. Successful people make decisions based on where they want to be. And I think that that's really interesting because so often... I think we can be short-sighted and just thinking of right now, but we don't think of the the longevity or the legacy of what our decisions are going to look like for the future. You know, five years from now, five minutes from now, are you going to be happy that you made that decision? And I'll just tell you, often in my life, I look back on decisions that I've made and I haven't been proud of some of my decisions and I would have gone back and changed maybe how I would have done that or how I would have said that. And, you know, the great thing is that we do have God, that he gives us mercy and grace and he helps us along the way. But, you know, also we do have an accountability when it comes to the choices that we make and the decisions that we make. And, you know, Roy Disney, he once said, it is not hard to make decisions when you know what your values are. 
And I really do believe that's true. If you know what you value, if you know that you want to be a follower of God, if you know you want to be a leader, then you're going to make decisions that support that belief, that support that value. And if you really don't know your value in general, and if you don't know who you want to be, you're not going to make decisions that support that. And so I think if if you've been finding results in your life that you don't like, the first thing that you can go back to is what decisions am I making and are my decisions contributing to me being great or to me being a loser? I know that there's been a lot of people in my life that I've grown up with in the same environments and similar families with similar backgrounds even, and they've decided to make choices that have set them on a path and in a, in a trajectory that their life isn't going very well right now. And even though it might not be affecting them on a large scale, I just really believe in the downline of all of our lives. We're going to see the effects of even the smallest decisions that we make every day. You know, life would be a lot easier if we just knew how to make good decisions. It's interesting because research shows that humans in general, we make a lot of bad decisions. You know, with careers, studies show that more than half of teachers quit their jobs within four years. In fact, one study in Philadelphia schools found that a teacher was almost two times more likely to drop out than a student. And the teacher is supposed to be the leader. The teacher is supposed to be the person that's setting the pace for the student. But even the leaders within our culture, within our educational system, aren't able to make decisions that students can follow. In our jobs, a study showed that when doctors reckoned themselves completely certain about a diagnosis, they were wrong 40% of the time. And in our personal lives, an estimated 61,535 tattoos are removed in the United States, and that was in 2009. I can't even imagine how many more were removed. I have personal friends that I know that got a tattoo, and within a year, they went to go get it lasered off. And, you know, we get a lot of unreliable sources and tips through the internet, through social media, through seeing influencers, through seeing leaders, through seeing people that we we see how their decisions have panned out, but really you don't know the individual and personal decisions that they've made to be where they are today, but yet they're selling 21 steps to a hack or get in on this tutorial And I'll tell you how I made my success or how I got my following or how I got my influence. If you want to have influence like me, click this button and sign up for this webinar. And the truth is, is that for some reason, we think if we have more information that we're going to make better choices, but that's really actually not true. You don't need more information. You just need the right information. You know, there's so many studies that Harvard and other schools have done based on choices and leading to happiness and leading to a good life. But the truth is, is that it's not the quantity of information. It's the quality of information that we receive that actually helps us to act on that right information. And people tell you that feelings are something that you should follow and that emotions are something that would help you to be able to make the right decisions, but it's actually your values that should be directing your decisions. You see, your feelings can change, but hopefully your values are something that are consistent in your life. So when your feelings want to mislead your decision, when, when you're in a confrontation or when you're in a hard time or a hard, hard circumstance and you want to make a choice. I know for me, 
a couple weeks ago, months ago, whatever it was, I was just stressed out, to be honest. I was in a place where I I wanted to like go on a hiatus. I wanted to totally disconnect. I wanted to de-stress. And it wasn't even that anything was specifically happening. I just got to a point where I needed a break. And I know for me, I was my feelings were telling me, run, run away, disconnect. And while you have to listen to where you are emotionally and physically, you can also lead yourself in your spirit and through your values to understand what am I feeling, why am I feeling this, and how do I make decisions that not only help me move down the road, but that are based on my values that will be something that I will be proud of five years from now, five minutes from now. And I look back at that time, even a couple of weeks or a couple of months ago, and I'm, I'm so glad that I worked through that. Even though I had a hard couple of days or weeks where I was really struggling, I'm glad I pushed through and I made decisions that led me towards being great, not being a loser. And that, like I said, that word might be really confronting to you. So let me explain, well, what, what is a loser? Okay. I'm not saying that if you've made bad decisions, you're a loser. I've made bad decisions, plenty of them, and I continue to struggle <laughs> with making great decisions. And that's the whole point for this podcast is to encourage you that it's not the person who fails that is a loser. It's the person who stops getting up. It's the person who decides they've had enough and they stop trying to make great decisions. You see, God's, God's grace and his mercy helps us and it covers us whenever we fail. But what he can't do is when we stop, he can't make us keep going and he won't. You know, Matthew seven thirteen through 14 says, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those that find it are few. I think about that and I think, you know, the way to be led by your feelings and by situations and in those small decisions that you don't think will really add up to anything, whenever you're led by those moments and you make decisions based on those moments instead of your values, what happens is you're entering through a gate that is wide and a lot of people can go through. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day and they were saying that, you know, they were responding to a sibling and they knew that it wasn't the right response and they were making a decision and a choice to respond back what I would like to call in the flesh and how it, it felt good. And it felt like they knew it wasn't good, but it felt good. And I was telling this person, I said, you know, that's so interesting because I felt that exact same feeling before, you know, whether it was in my relationship with my siblings or with my husband or with friends, whatever it is, you know, there's things that gratify your flesh and it feels good. Like it feels good to not forgive. Sometimes it feels good to push it in people's faces, what they've done wrong. It feels good to tell someone off and to put people down, but that is your flesh and that's not the spirit. And those decisions will not lead you to greatness. Those decisions are not decisions that are followable. And while we all face those, I just recently faced one today. When we make those decisions and we don't hold on and we do forgive and we choose to make a decision that's going to lead to our greatness, which is forgiveness, what happens is that sets us up to receive greatness from God, to receive greatness for our future because we just sowed a seed into greatness. You know, Proverbs fourteen twelve says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. You know, there's certain things that seem like it, it's the right choice. 
But if you're not putting God in the equation, if you're not, if you're not really focusing on, does this align with my values? You're going to go down a path and, you know, I'm pretty sure it's Zig Ziglar. My dad always talks about this, but he says, you're going to climb up the ladder of success and realize it's leaning on the wrong wall. You know, so often in our life, we can do something and we could feel like we're getting traction and feel like we're being successful. And then you realize you were making decisions that were contributing to the wrong form of success. In Proverbs 19, 21, it says, many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. You know, it's God's purpose. It's valuing him in our life and valuing his ways. You know, the Bible says his ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. It's coming up instead of, you know, I always talk to uh, the people I lead about this. I don't know if you guys ever watched PBS growing up, but I did. And they taught children a way to deal with anger and stress and frustration. And what they would say is they would have, they had this song and it would come up on the screen with these numbers and it would help you. And it, it went like this. It still stuck with me after all these years. It went, stop, breathe, count to three, you know, stop, breathe, count to three. And they were teaching you as a child, before you act, before you make a decision, take a second, think about it and decide how you want to respond. And I don't know how we've lost that as adults and as we've gone on in our life, but even if you don't know what to do and you just simply apply that and you go in your mind, sometimes I have to do this. It sounds very elementary, but it works. If you just take three seconds And before you respond, before you make a decision, before you make a call, instead of going stop, breathe, count to three and singing to yourself, go, God, help me. Give me wisdom. Show me the right thing to do. And you know how you know which direction you need to go in? It's the direction that gives you peace. It doesn't always mean that it's going to be the direction that feels the best because usually doing the right thing doesn't feel good. Doing the wrong thing feels good in the moment, but doing the right thing will always set you up to have the best in the future. You know, in Proverbs 16, 9, it also says, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. You know, all day we could walk down paths. All day we could make choices and go in different directions. And God's not going to control you. He's not going to try to make you like a robot. But it's God that establishes the great and the good things and the future and the destiny and the call that's on your life. So you could make up your own way, but God's the one that establishes your steps. He's the one that solidifies what he's going to do in your life through those choices you make. You know, in Isaiah, it talks about how you're going to hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left, you're going to be able to hear this word. And in Ecclesiastes 12, 13 through 14, it says, The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. You know, God knows the decisions we make and why we make them. And he's constantly speaking to us. He's constantly giving us the voice of the Holy Spirit to help us, to help guide us and lead us. And when we turn to the right or we turn to the left, we can ask for his help. And you know, the truth is in the end, God knows. He knows why you're making that choice that you're making. He knows why you feel the way that you feel. And he can help you along the way. You know, my brother talked to me about this scripture shortly after my husband had left me 
which for those of you that don't know my story, you can listen to a message that's on my website, keelacraftambrose.com. It's called Girl Boss, and I kind of talk about my story. It was only a few months after everything happened, but I'm now happily married, and I love my husband. He's a gift from God in my life. But whenever the man that I was married to first left, my brother sent me this scripture, and it honestly made me really upset at first. But I think about it all the time now, and it's it's one that you probably know. In Philippians 4, 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And a lot of times whenever we're making decisions, it's easy to focus on the negatives and it's easy to focus on what's not going to work or what doesn't look like it's going to happen. And I think a lot of times in our life, it's really natural and it's a, it's a default to go that direction. I know it is for me. It's a default to say, well, this just isn't happening. This just isn't working or you don't understand or you don't know because you're not in my life. You don't know what I've gone through. you know. And that's kind of a default for me. But the truth is in the scripture, whenever you're making a decision, I've realized I want to make decisions that are based on whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. And if there's any excellence, I want to make choices that are going to lead to those things and that are based on those things. So I'm not just going to think about what's negative and then make a choice. I'm going to think about what's going to be positive, what's going to be honorable, what's aligned with my values, like I've said before. And that's how I'm going to make choices because whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. The choices that you make, you will reap from those choices. And you don't just reap a harvest of good. That's what we like to think when we hear scriptures that say, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Yeah, it's not just the good. It's also the negative. You know, in Galatians 6, 7 through 8, it says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever one sows, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will reap from the flesh corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will reap from the Spirit eternal life. And in Proverbs 3, 1 through 35, it says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge me and I will direct your path. You know, what's interesting about this scripture is in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So what that shows me is we don't have to make specific decisions in order to be successful. We just have to make decisions that are going to acknowledge God. Decisions that are going to be based on what we value. Decisions that are going to lift up who God is in our life. And then God's going to work out the rest along the way. We don't have to figure it out. We don't have to freak ourselves out or think that, We have to just look ahead before we can even know what's going to happen because the truth is is that you can make a great decision and not get a great outcome because we live in a fallen world, because we live in an imperfect world. And we could make a decision and we could realize, you know what, I tried to do the right thing and the right thing didn't happen. But the one thing I want to tell you is that Even in life, when you make decisions and you know that you've made a decision that honors God and you've made a decision that is based on your values and you've made a decision that's contributing to your greatness, 
God's going to help with the rest. He will straighten out the path. And it might not be initially. It might not be right there in the moment. And it might not be when you want it to be. But the truth is, is that when you make that choice, when you make that decision and you see your life in God's hands, he's able to move it forward in a way that you could never do it. And, you know, we we hear things like, do what makes you happy and follow your heart and weird things like that, to be completely honest. <laughs> but your heart was never meant to be a leader. Your heart is a follower. And that's why you hear people say things like, well, we fell in love. Well, we're just not in love anymore. It's because whatever you let your heart lead you in, your heart can lead you out of. But whatever you let your values lead you into, hopefully your values aren't changing. Hopefully your values are something you keep for the rest of your life. So even when you don't feel it, you can still choose it based on your value, based on what's important to you, based on what you believe that God has for you in the future. You know, Tony Robbins once said, it is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. And I really do believe that we have, we have the opportunity to shape our destiny. We have the opportunity to be a part of something great with God when we make decisions that are going to honor Him and that are going to set us up for greatness. You can't just make bad decisions, which I'm in this episode calling loser decisions, and expect to not have a loser outcome. And if you're making great decisions and you're honoring God and you're not seeing the outcome yet, let me just tell you it's going to happen. And you just need to rest and trust God and keep making those right decisions because you're sowing a seed and that seed will come to fruition and it will come to harvest. But I just want to challenge you with just a few things as I leave you here. Before you make a decision, take that step and do that exercise that I told you about, the stop, breathe, count to three. But instead, instead of singing the song, just stop for like three to five seconds and say, in your mind, God, and maybe even out loud, God, before I make this decision, before I act on this, before I reply, help me, give me wisdom, give me guidance. And the thing that you know is when God's speaking to you is that it will be followed by peace. And it might not feel good, but you know it's the right thing because God always gives you peace whenever he's speaking to you to go into a certain direction. So you got to follow the peace. But if it's going to be something that's going to gratify your flesh, just know that's probably not a decision that's going to contribute to your greatness. So you're stopping for three to five seconds before you make that decision, before you make that that choice. And then also think about before you make a choice, is this going to contribute to my greatness? And if it's not, make a different decision. And I want to remind you, finally, that you don't need more information. We have information at our fingertips all the time now. You could just ask Google or Siri or whoever you want. But instead of just getting more information, why don't you ask God for the right information? Why don't you get the right information and the right perspective since his ways are higher and his thoughts are higher And I can promise you every time you do that, it might not look perfect in your eyes, but you can trust that God is the architect of your life. He's the designer of your destiny. And those decisions that you're making are contributing to your destiny. They're not going to take away from it. So I hope that blessed you today. I hope that you guys hear my heart in saying, 
great versus loser decisions because I've made a lot of losers, loser decisions in my life. And what I'm believing is that moving into 2019, moving into my 30th year of life, I'm going to make decisions that are great, that contribute to my greatness. And I'm no longer going to blame other people, the world, injustices, what I've been through, what people don't understand, whatever it is, the excuse that I have in my brain. I'm no longer going to blame the outside forces. I'm going to just choose better. And as I choose better, even if it's not working out how I want it to, I'm going to trust God then with the outcome because I know I'm sowing seeds that are going to harvest great things. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for everybody that's going to listen to this recording. I pray that you would bless them, that they would hear from you, that you would speak to them and you would strengthen them and you would help them to make great decisions in their life. And God, even if they have something specific that they've been thinking about or worrying about right now in the season, or maybe that they're even frustrated about, that God, you would come and you would bring peace, that you would bring direction, that you would bring, God, just an overwhelming sense of your presence and that they would know that as they make decisions based on what they value and based on who you are and based on valuing you, that God, you're going to help them to win. You're going to help them to be great, greater than they ever thought they could be. So we thank you for it in advance that we're going to walk in victory and we can trust you with our victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Love Fiercely podcast. I would love for you to subscribe to personally receive weekly encouragement. Also, check out my blog at keelacraftambrose.com for monthly content. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Keela Craft Ambrose.